Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning and welcome to The Bliss Report. It is Dr. Sasheen, aka The Bliss Doctor, and it is a fantastic Thursday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're getting back on track with our broadcasting, so hopefully you have missed us and you are ready to hang. We're only gone over the holidays, so, you know, took a little bit of a break. Had some turkey. Actually, I had prime rib because I'm not a big turkey fan. Don't shoot the messenger. Just not my favorite bird. <laughs> but it was a good holiday. So hopefully your holiday was equally as fantastic. And you feel like you have, in fact, eaten some fantastic food, got in whatever Black Friday sales you were going to get into, um, picked up the books that I had on sale. So if you didn't, you missed out on some fantastic Black Friday deals. Seven Steps to Financial Security was discounted. One of my best sellers. Um, the new books, Power Moves, Building uh, Affirmations for Wealth, Finances and Wealth was on sale and Raising My Vibration, Affirming Self, Parenting and Relationships was on sale. So hopefully you got to pick those up. Even if you didn't, they're still out there. You can definitely pick them up. They're just regular price now, though. Uh, raising my vibration will only ever now be $20. So feel, you know, that that's one that will never go up in price. Power moves and raising, excuse me, power moves and seven steps to financial security did go back to regular price. So let's talk. What are we talking about today? Hmm. It all started with a commercial that I happened to see as I was scrolling through Facebook. Actually, um, I'll, I'll announce the new, newest addition to the Dr. Sashin, aka, aka the Bliss Doctor family. Um, the newest addition is a Facebook group. So excited. It's still getting, we're still putting the finishing touches on things behind the scenes. So it's, it's uh, out there, but not out there yet. Anyway, I was scrolling through Facebook and I see this advertisement to become a Lord. You can buy a plot of land in Scotland, I believe. I didn't even click all the way through. I just watched the little commercial because um, it just struck me how interesting to buy a plot of land so that you can get a title so that you can become royalty with the, without having to do a, any of the messy work of, you know, conquering an empire or conquering, you know, going and conquering people so that you can build an empire or being born into it. So as I was watching that, I was also working on the podcast. And I thought, isn't it interesting, intriguing to me how we just think there's so many times that we think we can't start over, we can't do things differently, because we're stuck in a certain way. And yet here's this advertisement. I mean, it's very tongue in cheek, obviously. But it's a legitimate endeavor, you actually can become a lord or a lady by virtue of purchasing a plot of land. Now, this is great marketing for this uh, this town, this county in Ireland, uh, because, or the, in the country itself, because, well, money comes in, people buy land, it's fantastic, they're not going to move there, whatever. So that's awesome for them. It's it's economics 101. <laughs> you buy something and you, you, you offer something someone wants to buy, and if they like the terms and conditions of the purchase, they'll purchase it. I can be sitting in my house and be lord or lady of some random plot of land in another country because I paid, I don't even know how much money it was, it was. but it was very fascinating to me. Because what it speaks to is our desire to always feel like we can reinvent ourselves. And so that's what we're talking about today. Um, and part of that reinvention sometimes is, can I quit my job? Can I, can I really start over? Can I genuinely do a new thing? And the answer is yes, a million times yes. So we're going to get into it. 
We're going to get into it today. So whether you're catching me on the Peloton, on the treadmill, uh, on your morning commute, over coffee, over tea, on the go, after dropping off the kids, however you're catching me this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're hearing me, hello and thank you for tuning in. It's Dr. Sashin. This is The Bliss Report and we'll be right back after a word from our second sponsor. All right. So let me grab my notes. Listen, I love the idea of becoming a lord or a lady. Don't get me wrong. I think it's fantastic. However, (laughs) um, my life doesn't really whisper to me that I need to be royalty. And I might think that one day I deserve to be royalty. Uh, The honorable Robin Rihanna Fenty became a hero of her country, Barbados, just, I believe it was yesterday, after the final vestiges of the Commonwealth of Britain were taken away from the country and it's now its own republic, she was made an honorary hero and she got this very cool title. So she is now, whenever she is addressed in uh, in Barbados or in, in the press there, she has a title. So I don't mind having a title. I think it's rather cool. But what I want to talk about is, you know, I love Rihanna. Love love, love Rihanna. Uh, She is not young enough to be my daughter. Thank heavens. We're not quite that far apart in age, though I could be her big sister quite easily. But I love the fact that, you know, she started her career as a a entertainer, as a singer. And over the course of her career, you know, she put out amazing music, very dance hall, very, you know, completely what it is. It is what it is, right? Um, In fact, she's one of the ringtones on my phone. But at some point, she decided to pivot and go into fashion. And Savage Fenty was born. And then from Savage Fenty, she once again did a small pivot and Fenty makeup and beauty was born. And so now she is a billionaire. She sits atop a billion dollar empire created not necessarily because she not created through her music. That's not where it came from. But through her understanding that sometimes you have to follow the whispers to do the thing that's on your heart. Her fans have been clamoring for a new album for I don't even know how many years. I figured out when she shifted into fashion, I think she put out another album or maybe even two. uh, But she stopped singing. She stopped doing features for people. There is a definite demarcation point in her evolution where you can see where she stopped doing music in the traditional way. And I've watched all of her fashion shows on Amazon Prime every time I think this is the third year. I love them. They're interesting. They're artsy. I love artsy stuff. They're interesting. They're artsy. Her clothes are beautiful. I can't wear everything, but I love the visual imagery. I love the use of the different body sizes are really amazing because I'm a full figured woman. I love everything about it. And so her love of music, the thing that probably had been whispering in her ear since she was a little girl, um, and that propelled her to superstardom. And that superstardom was able to parlay into Savage Fenty because her fans obviously followed her. But all of her fans didn't make her a billionaire. All of her music fans didn't make her a billionaire. And if she hadn't followed the whisper to get into beauty, to get into Savage Fenty lingerie clothing with two for 20, you know, two for $29 bras, um, and then to go from Savage Fenty to Fenty Beauty and to follow that leaning and to say, you know what, 
music got me here, but music can't get me there. This is when I, this is why I say, yes, you can quit your job because sometimes it's not quitting. Sometimes it's saying this job got me here, but it can't get me there. And I really need to go there, whatever there may be for you. So when I think about Rihanna, excuse me, Rihanna, um, cause I don't want someone saying you said Rihanna and that's the Stevie Nicks song. Chillax people. When I think about Robin Rihanna Fenty, and I think what it must have felt like when she decided to branch off into beauty and fashion and the, the blowback that she must have feared from her fans because they want music. They, you know, the clothes are great, but we want to hear you sing. We want new music. This woman is not making new music. She is showing up on red carpets. She is glammed out. She is beautiful. She is acting more like she decided to listen to the whispers of her heart and hasn't dropped a lick of new music in ages. I'm not even sure she's been on any one sample. Uh, excuse me. Um, feature. And so in order to follow the whisperings, you have to pay attention to signs that things need to change. Longevity in the entertainment industry as a musician is very difficult. Popular music is called popular music because it's popular and then it's not. The pop music of my day is not popular right now. You hear some of it still in the samples of other artists, but the artists that were really big in my day who didn't understand the pivots or pay attention to the signs that things might need to change didn't come out of the the 80s, 90s, early 2000s with a career. They're done. There's no, I mean, they might be living on the residuals of, of, of parsing out their catalog to be used as samples, but chances are the record companies are. Anyway, I digress. But for the most part, if they're still performing now, um, they've also figured out a way to stay relevant. They've had to pay attention to the signs to stay relevant. And a whole lot of folks just aren't able to stay relevant once the decade that they're in or the particular time frame that they're in passes. And so to, so to watch someone like Rihanna, like Rihanna, listen to the signs or, or heed the signs that things need to change if she wants to stay A, relevant and B, prosper is really, I think, a great value lesson for all of us who are over the age. So, so she wasn't over the age of 40, but she was in a highly visible industry where she was a master at her craft. No one can say, no one's arguing that Rihanna didn't make great pop music because she did. It's I have Rihanna bumping in my car all the time. But she has pivoted using what she was to become who she is now. And that's really what I want to focus on today. Small signs that you can take what you are, have been up to this point or are now, and then take that to the next level. Allow that to pivot you into the new thing that you want to do. What is it that you want to do? How is your life whispering to you today? And are you listening so many people just don't listen. I remember when Oprah decided to start the O Magazine. And, you know, magazines are a tough business. I used to teach media literacy um, courses and media history courses. And magazines, they are a, literally a dime a dozen. There are so many that start every year. There are so many that fail every year. Even established magazines have a hard time really keeping their corner of their niche market unless they are really, 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 really good at what they do. So here you have Oprah Winfrey, 
who is riding the high crest of, of hosting the Oprah Winfrey show, the O show. And she puts out a magazine. Could have completely flopped. I am fairly certain that it it probably got a really big bump in the beginning. It probably dipped. I haven't looked at the numbers of her magazine in a long time. But you could begin to see that Oprah was thinking about the future and getting off of television. When she founded OWN, her TV network, which first woman, uh, first black woman and first woman to have her own TV network, you could begin, you could see the workings of Oprah Winfrey. She was not going to be able to be on television forever, but she understood that she wanted to stay in the media industry for a long time. Second billionaire, right? <laughs> Another billionaire. Um, and I understand that someone's going to say, well, these are crazy examples that you're using. What about the everyday person? And I will remind everyone listening to me that Oprah Winfrey started on AM Chicago as a journalist and was and was on that show because she was being pushed out of journalism because what she wanted to be was the next Barbara Walters and what she was not allowed to be was the next Barbara Walters. Instead, she was put on AM Chicago and from AM Chicago, little show, and I think it came on at eight o'clock morning in Chicago, this little woman was able to parlay that experience and those tough times, really tough times into getting the Oprah Winfrey show, which in turn became the Oprah show, which in turn revolutionized television for so many years. She took trash TV and, and listening to the whispers of her own spirit and the, the understanding of the audience that she was trying to reach changed television from trashy Maury Povich, Jerry Springer type TV on every channel to we're going to do something different. And, and I am sure there are a lot of sleepless nights, but when you hear the whispers, you have to act. And when she decided to go to what she called change your life TV, when she decided to make this hard pivot away from salaciousness that sells, man, sex sells, salaciousness sells, DNA tests, who's the baby daddy, all that stuff still sells, neo-Nazis on her show. I mean, she had all kinds of folks on her show. And she made the conscious decision to change television, not just her own show, but to change the way television was done. If she had ignored those whispers, we would never have had so many amazing years of the Oprah show where people's lives were literally changed before our eyes. I mean, how many of us remember, because I'm old enough to actually remember the episode where you get a car and you get a car and you get a car and Oprah's favorite things and um, showcasing small businesses and reuniting families in a good way, talking about hard topics in ways that that we're trying to help and heal and not tear down, tackling health issues, tackling weight issues, and, you know, bringing on amazing people um, and letting us behind her scenes. Like when she decided to do that, she changed the landscape around her to reflect the whispers in her own soul. And then she retired. Y'all, 25 years, she went out on top. This woman went out on top literally said we are closing the doors to the Oprah Winfrey show she could have been she could still be on television riding the waves of over of the Oprah Winfrey show but she didn't she 
quit. Now, some are going to say that's not really quitting because she pivoted and blah, blah, blah. And that's my point to you, dear listener. It's not quitting. When I say, yes, you can quit your job. What I'm actually saying is, yes, you can pivot. You should pivot. If you are 40 plus years of age or 41, 42, 43, I don't care. If you are 40 years old and you are standing in your wherever listening to the sound of my voice and there is something in your soul that has been whispering and whispering and you're starting to feel the ground shift beneath your feet because I am sending a tsunami into life right now, then let this tsunami give you the boat that you need to say, we're gonna ride this wave until the wheels fall off and I might end up somewhere I never intended. I never ever saw coming, but I'm gonna go there because I can't stay here anymore. I need to follow the whispers in my soul. I need to follow the whispers in my heart. So fast forward, Oprah retires, right? Own the station, lose, you know, most TV stations lose money. Fair, right? So she, but she's putting out these shows and there's Greenleaf and there's Queen Sugar and Tyler Perry's on her, on her network. And then she partners with, I forget who it was, um, shoot who did she king king world to which people don't understand that she became part owner she's still part owner of her own network and then she got stakes in king world i think it was king world it might have even been paramount i'm but i'm gonna forget right now and then so she starts putting out tv shows good tv shows tv shows designed to bring images of black people to the screen where they don't always get to go do things they don't always get to do. And she slowly listens to the leanings of her spirit. Then there's the Oprah Winfrey YouTube channel where you can listen to her. Then came Masterclass, right? Where she's not interviewing. She's letting people talk. She does some interviews still. Then there's Super Soul Sunday. And all of a sudden people are waking up on Sundays to see who's Oprah talking to in her garden. All the while following the whispers of her soul, which I don't I don't know Oprah Winfrey personally, but I can only tell you from the outside looking in, the day she decided to do Change Your Life TV instead of Smut, Smut TV is the day Oprah Winfrey stepped into her true calling. Because everything after that has always been about bringing people to something and having them take something away that brings them to the better version of themselves and everything that she has done every endeavor and not all of her endeavors are successful like own network I'm sure lost money for a lot of years as most tv stations do I'm sure the magazine lost money for lots of years and let's think about it the Oprah Winfrey magazine I believe is 20 years old it might be 15 years old she is always on the cover This is a woman who has graced every single cover of her magazine since its inception. She pioneered this. And now you have everybody else who's dropping their magazines and they're always on the cover, right? But Oprah Winfrey started this idea that I'm going to be the face of this magazine because my name is on it. And I want people to see me, me, this woman living her best life. And all of the magazine about living your best life, living your best life, pursuing, 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 listening, listening, listening to the whispers. So let's let's think about where you're not listening to the whispers that are telling you it's time. Is your health talking to you? Are you noticing things happening in your body that weren't happening a year ago or two years ago? Are you listening to them now or are you thinking, oh, you know, that's not so bad. I can probably live with that. And then you'll wake up next year and it'll be a little worse. And next year it'll be a little worse if, you, if you're if you lucky. Are you listening 
to your money? Are you listening to the way that you spend your money? Is your money saying, I can work harder for you and better for you if you just think about doing this over here or maybe investing in this over here or potentially doing this with me? Are you listening to your life? Is your life screaming in lack? Is it telling you it's time to pursue more joy, more pleasure, more opportunity to be joyful and happy? Are you listening to your job? Is it is your job saying, I've given you all I'm going to give you. If you want something better, it's time for you to go get it for yourself. Or is your job saying, you're not trying hard enough to get what you want, and I can give you what you want if you'll just try harder? Is your is your spirit saying, I don't want to work for somebody else. I believe that I can do this for myself, but you're just so scared. You're so scared because what if you fail? Are you listening to the whispers of your relationships, of your friendships, your good friends? Are they listening to you? Are there signs that the relationships are in trouble? Are you ignoring some warnings some red flags that the people that you came with may not be able to go with you to the next step and you're afraid to take the next step because you'll lose those people and then you might be alone are you looking for and listening to the whispers and the signs that say that your marriage isn't in trouble but it's not going anywhere it's not in trouble per se but it sure is dying it's withering on this vine because nobody's watering it. Are you listening to the whispers that say, it's okay to want to be a single parent and not actually have to form a bond with another adult because you don't want to do that, but you have a lot of love to give to a child. And it's okay to say, I just want to have a child. I don't want to get married. And it's okay to say, we're happy as, as a couple. Are you listening to the whispers of the universe say, it's okay to not want children? It's okay. You don't have to. And can you give yourself permission to stop telling people that, you know, we're still thinking about it or, you know, in time and just say, that's just not the road that we're going to walk on because we are being called to do something else entirely with our time that does not include rearing small children. The universe sends signs and whispers to us all the time. Your soul speaks all the time. Your soul whispers all the time. But we get to a certain age where we believe that we can't start over again. And if we do start over, we're going to lose so much of what we've built that it's not worth thinking about starting over. And here comes the catch 22. And I'm about to hurt some people's feelings out here, but I'm going to say this anyway. The catch 22 is we're afraid to start over because we're afraid we have to give everything up and our comfort, most importantly, our comfort is what we're really afraid of giving up. But at the same time, we get really mad at the universe for not giving us what we've asked for. And the universe will, will send you what you want, but it cannot send you what you want if you are willing to do nothing to receive it. Because the, 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 the wish that we send into the universe is give me all of these things that I think will make my heart sing, but only if I don't have to change anything about my current reality because I like it just the way it is. So you know what you keep getting? The reality that you have because you just said, I like this just the way it is. I just want more. I want more into it, but I don't want to have to give up or change anything to get to get it. So if you could just make both of those things happen at the same time, that'd be great. And the universe whispers and says, no, not only can I not do it, you don't want that. You want the desires of your heart and the desire of your heart is to not have to change. You know, we say we want a relationship of a certain kind, but at the same time we say, oh, I don't really want to have to change how I, where I live, mm -hmm. how I go out with my friends, mm -hmm. how I shop, mm -hmm. how, where I live, how I shop, who I hang out with, how I think about the world. I don't want to have to change anything, anything really about who I am. And I want this other person to be willing to change everything 
to be with me. I want them to think I'm worth the risk of changing and uprooting their entire existence to come into my world and be happy with me. But I don't want to have to do the same thing. So the stakes are just too high for me to have to do it. So send me someone who's willing to do it. And then we get into relationships where we're like, this is not what I asked for. But it is. It is, dear heart. It really is what you asked for. You asked for somebody who wouldn't ask you to make any sacrifices to be with them. And then you wonder why that person makes, they'll make all the sacrifices in the world to be with you, but they ain't bringing nothing to the table for you. Because why would they? You asked for somebody who didn't have anything who would be willing to sacrifice everything. The only person that's going to sacrifice everything to, to be a part of your life is someone who don't have anything to begin with. So there's nothing to sacrifice. So you got what, so you got what you asked for. Or can you listen to the whispers that say, if this is what I want and this person and I, and I can make a connection, I might, I'm going to have to be open to see where this takes us. And we're going to build this thing together. And you say that whether you're 40, 50, or 90, we're going to build this thing together for whatever time that we have. And that means that my life may look really different, but I'm willing to take that risk. The risk in ignoring the whispers, well, we know the risks, and that is that life doesn't change. And in fact, it gets worse. It gets more stagnant. Our health gets worse. Our job gets more hard and the people around us more deplorable. Our relationships get less and less interesting. Our lives get less and less full of joy and they become very dull, monotonous, complacent, and routine. And yet, and yet, at three o'clock in the morning, we pop awake and the first thing your soul says is this is not all there is. There could be more if you just listened There could be more if you just listened. So many people listen, but more people don't listen. Where are you going to be? Be, excuse me. Where are you going to be? Where are you going to choose to listen to the whispers that are asking you, begging you to heed the waves that are coming toward you and surf, surf, baby, surf. We'll teach you how to surf along the way, or we'll send you the tsunami of bad health the tsunami of poor money, the tsunami of bad relationships and tumble you over and over and over again because you want to stay, you want to stay right where you are. You want to stay exactly where you are. And because you won't listen to the whispers in your soul that are telling you that you can be more, do more and have more, but you're so afraid that you'd rather almost drown where you are than make any kind of significant change. The, the waves just keep coming and they get bigger and bigger and bigger until you're at the end of your life and you're on the other side of the grass with no options to make a change. So I don't want to leave you on a down note because this is actually a call to think about 2022 as the next best year of your life and to think about where are you today? Where are you in listening to the whispers of your heart and to the whispers of your soul? Where are you today? What has been whispering to you like an itch? in your mind, an itch on your body, an itch in your soul that you cannot scratch. You just can't get it scratched. You know how it is. You have this, this one itch in a spot and you're like, I can't reach it. I can't reach it. And so where are you being being gently tickled as opposed to poked hard? Because, you know, the universe can poke hard. But where are you being gently tickled and whispered to you to say, there's another way. There is another way. Go this way. Take that left turn, not the right one. Don't go home today. Go to Michael's or Joanne's because you've been dreaming of starting your own line of of handbags and you're going to go look at leather swatches. Even though it's crazy 
to think that you're going to do this. You're going to make that that left turn that heads to the fabric store instead of the right turn that keeps taking you back home. Are you going to listen to the whisper that says, stop in that look that little coffee shop that is just perfect size for your idea of a book nook slash coffee shop because there's a for sale sign in the window. Or go talk to the proprietor and ask them how they got started. Buy a cup of coffee. Learn, see if you can learn something. Or are you just going to walk on past? Going to walk on past. Even though the door opens and someone walks out and it's right there. And you know you want to walk in. But you think to yourself, that's just stupid. I am X years old. I, have, I'm, I am 10 years from retiring with my pension. I am not going to start over again. Okay. Then don't start over again. Don't make magic happen in the next part of your life because you're so stuck on the mediocrity in this part of your life. If you are interested in thinking about starting over and you want to understand how that can happen for you, but you're afraid, sign up for my webinar, The Magic of Starting Over. We will talk about, or I will talk about, and we will hopefully talk together about what it means to face your anxiety and fear, to create a plan that gets you past that, to actually identify the whispering in your soul and your spirit that's like knocking on your head, basically, and for then taking action because all of this means nothing. Don't sign up for another uh, webinar course, don't get another ebook, don't do anything else if you're not going to act on it because you're just wasting your money and your time. Okay, but if you are ready and you are seriously thinking, I really want, I really do want 2022 to be something different because I'm ready and I'm not going to get any, any old, any younger because you are as young as you will ever be today. Thank you, Stephanie Perry. You are as young as you will ever be today. And if you want to hear more inspiring uh, ideas about listening to the whispers in your soul, you should go on YouTube and follow Stephanie Perry. She is the owner of House Sitters Academy. She, her story is that at 41, she decided that she wanted to see the world and travel. And so she went on a sabbatical for a year where she traveled the world and she was able to fund that through house sitting. Um, And then she decided that she didn't want to go back to the life that she had. So she's a full-time international house sitter. She has an amazing story. Definitely go check her out over on YouTube. You will not be, you will not be sorry. But more importantly, sit down and see where the whispers in your soul are ready for you to make a big leap. And if you need some help with that big leap, sign up for the webinar. The sign up will be in the show notes and at the link in my bio, depending on where you're listening to this. Sign up for the webinar and let's talk about what's holding you back and why you need to get rid of that and get yourself a plan and get yourself taking the steps necessary to live that next best chapter. That's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. As always, it is my pleasure to be here and hopefully you have gleaned some value from this podcast. I really appreciate you so much. Um, Please leave a rating, a review, like, comment, and share. And yeah, I'll see you again tomorrow for Finance Friday. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.